0: Welcome to the Law Firm Marketing Minute, your source of internet marketing inspiration. All right, so I do believe we're live on YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, uh, trying something new here uh, this week. Uh, on our uh, regular Law Firm Marketing Minute podcast, obviously normally uh, every Monday morning, but now we're going to expand, going to go Thursday mornings as well, but we're going to be streaming it live, uh, like I mentioned, on our YouTube channel, um also on our uh, spotlight branding facebook our spotlight branding twitter and then i'm also streaming live on my personal linkedin uh right now linkedin's uh live feature still in beta for company pages and so we don't quite have access to that not quite good enough for that yet but uh hopefully you know kind of a test run today. I think we're still going live. Uh, you know, this is still going to get posted, but uh hopefully as things grow over time, maybe some people will tune in live. Uh you know, there's going to be a live chat going on so we can turn this into some Q&A sorts of things, you know, especially after the episode. Um you know, some live feedback going on especially with what we're talking about and all of that. But uh but this week uh we're talking about how to I guess, build a more inclusive law firm. And the first thing that I want to talk about uh, off the top is that I think people oftentimes use the terms diversity and inclusivity interchangeably. And that's not necessarily, they're not necessarily the same thing. You know, I, I think, you know, diversity is more about demographics, you know, it's, it's gender, race, ethnicity, sexual orientation, veteran status, all that kind of stuff, you know, a a diverse range of cultures and perspectives and, and all of that inclusivity on the other hand is more about how those diverse uh, perspectives are heard and considered and integrated into company culture, decisions that get made, all that kind of stuff. And so, you know, I think there's there's been a bigger push a lot uh, a lot recently to increase inclusivity. You know, I think um, especially in the past decades ago, it was just like, hey, this is what the managers decided. You are the workers. You do it. Right. And, and, you know, we're seeing a little bit more of a shift in that um, for a variety of reasons. You know, it's just, you know, the way the culture is changing, um, just kind of how more and more people want to have a voice, want to be heard. Um, you know, and, and I think, you know, building a more inclusive firm doesn't mean that you have to give up any sort of authority or power or anything like that. Honestly, it, it could in a roundabout way, make your job easier. You know, it it takes some of the pressure off on on trying to have all of the answers. You know, you can you can elicit feedback, solicit feedback from your team, and not only does that make them feel heard, but maybe someone's got some legitimately good ideas, or, or maybe their ideas will spark some of your own ideas to help make the decision even easier so um i want to talk just provide a few tips uh for you for how to become uh more inclusive in your firm if it's not currently part of your firm's culture and the first one uh is just just getting managerial support uh you know i think you need to make it a priority for yourself but also your leadership team also needs to recognize it as a priority and so um you know there there are studies out there that show that more inclusive uh, businesses uh actually perform a lot better Uh, deloitte i you know did a study uh said that uh inclusive workplaces are six times more likely to not only be more innovative, which obviously that's that's a given, but um, they have over twice the cash flow per employee compared to companies who may not be as inclusive. So you know, look, you've got a chance to increase your bottom line in, in just by just by opening up and and listening to people and and you know considering you know what they're doing and and, and all of that, and so. You know, I think once you've got your leadership team all on the same page with that, it becomes easier to make it a core part of your company culture. Uh, Second one is just to make it part of your employee training. Uh, So, uh, you know, people, especially new employees, you don't know what kind of environment they're coming from. Uh, They may not come in with the expectation that – this is a a, an inclusive environment they may assume that like no one cares about their their ideas or that they're i you know that they're not encouraged to to bring ideas or anything like that and so um that's that's a big thing to do is just you know have that right there in in the training manuals and and all of that and so um you know let them know that it's a firm that just embraces the diversity on all levels you know and, and encourages them to develop those skills um, that are necessary to to build a workplace you know and, and i'll i'll say right now like you know i think we do a pretty good job of this here at spotlight branding um you know we our overall set up i don't i don't know that we've ever come outright and said that like we are super inclusive it's just kind of how we've just operated, you know, like everyone has always kind of had a fingerprint on the direction of the company. Uh, You know, I've talked before about how we use the EOS model here. Um, You know, true EOS, uh, you know, just calls for leadership team to do the the l10 i think the l10 meetings but definitely the quarterlies definitely the annuals you know and and it's just the leadership team making the decision but what we do is is everyone's involved in the l10s everyone's involved in the quarterlies and you know we've had to adjust how we do it as we've grown because you know that many people in a in a huge meeting like that where there's a lot of big decisions being made it can it can become uh, there could be a lot of noise, but we still value people's input and we still want people to feel heard. And so I think, you know, especially uh, newer employees coming into this, you know, they've remarked just how uh, refreshing it is to feel heard and, and to to feel like they're a legitimate part of the direction that the company is going. And so that's a great way, you know, having these weekly meetings pulsing on things is a great way to um you know you know build more inclusivity uh other a couple small things um you know thinking about the language that you use um you know for example you know using like spouse or partner instead of husband or wife especially if you're not entirely sure um of the of the gender of someone's spouse you know just more gender neutral language um adding adding m- more holidays to the calendar, not necessarily that you're taking off on those days, but just making sure that those are on the calendar, that they're being recognized. You know, I think our default here, especially in the States, is just the federal holidays and like the the Christian holidays, you know, Christmas, Easter. Um, but, you know, maybe you have people who uh, practice certain religions who don't observe those holidays, or maybe you have Jewish employees, maybe you have Muslim employees, uh, Hindu, Buddhist, whatever it is, you know, and, and look. Look, you know, I'm not saying you have to accommodate all of those holidays and and make sure that everyone's off for every single holiday and all of that, but I, you know, having them on the calendar at least increases the awareness around it. It gives everyone an opportunity to learn about it, you know, especially if you've had, you know, people, if you especially you have people in the office who maybe celebrate Diwali or Ramadan or something, you know, and, and most people maybe don't understand what those days are about or, or how someone would celebrate those or observe those. It's a great opportunity to learn and, and to, to have the employees who do observe those days be a voice and, and help educate people on on what's going on there. Uh, last one uh, is just uh, maybe some multilingual signage, uh, especially if you serve a lot of Spanish-speaking people um, or you're in an area where, you know, people speak a different language other than English. Um, you know, it, it's not you don't have to mandate that everyone learn a second language, but, you know, at least having the option for people who maybe English isn't their first language, just having that there at least makes them feel a little bit more welcome, makes them feel a little bit more comfortable. You know, you can still converse in English but at least you know you're getting the ball rolling they can at least kind of build that frame of reference in their native language uh if that's the case so um that's i mean those are all the tips that i have uh about around inclusivity so hopefully this was helpful um hopefully if you're out there watching the stream over at least or at least watching the recording later on uh hopefully that you guys found some value in it obviously this is going to go up as a law firm marketing minute here uh, later this morning. So, um, all of the regular people who tune in, uh, on the podcast can, can check this out as well. But, uh, but yeah, that's going to be it. We're going to be doing these short little streams every week. Like I said, you know, uh, if you, if you make time for it, we're going to kind of try to go live around eight thirty uh, every Thursday as, uh, the, the lawn maintenance people are out making a bunch of noise. So might have to adjust that schedule, but, um, yeah, you know, th- mark it on your calendars we're going to be trying to do it around 8 30 eastern uh every thursday morning and uh you know come with your questions we'll try to get some chats going and all that kind of stuff and so um maybe try to build something out of this and, and have a little fun with it and so that's going to do it uh we will see you next week thanks for joining us please visit lawfirmmarketingminute.com for more information. We'll see you next time.